She loves me when I'm drunk. She loves me when I'm jobless. She loves me when I'm wrong. Even when I don't need love, yeah. She loves me like damn, like damn, damn, damn. Hey guys, welcome back to another discussion. This your girl, love it. That's Mr. Chuck's Tony. <laughs> welcome back, and today, man, we have a guest. We're so, so, so honored to have her. You know, I don't know. I, I don't even want to say upcoming artist. Man's gonna say successful artist. Wow, are you mad? <laughs> uh, what's going on? We're joined by um, Bookie. If you wanna yeah. introduce yourself, please. Hello, my name is Buki and I'm from Cork. Cork yes. City, baby. Wow, you're still repping Cork even when are you even still here? No, I mean I'm in London, but but Cork and <laughs> Wow. This is different energy. I've never seen this kind of energy before, you know. Everyone that like really out. Yeah, like we're not gonna name any names, but there was even Chooks knows there was one dog that went to Galway and forgot that he was from Cork. We're not gonna name any names. <laughs> nah, I don't like them people yet. They move, they move and forget all about Cork City. Like, but what was it yeah. like moving to? What was it like moving to London? Like, what was the? How was that? Like, who was it? I mean, it was great. Like, I mean, as much as I, um, Cork is where I grew up, but I just always felt so suffocated living there. I could, I felt like I was never, I could never be myself. So moving here was just like, I literally, I felt like I could breathe and like, I finally found my people, you know? Mm. And it was definitely, it was definitely a change, but it was like a good, a good change. And would you say like people there are more open-minded because like over here, people in Cork would always be like, oh yeah, you guys never, we're not really that supportive. We're not that open to like new talents and creative people. So how yeah. was that? Was there a big like difference yeah 100% like there's a lot more creative or like the people just being more open to creative things and even down to like how people dress and stuff like that like it's a lot more like going to every time I go back to Cork I feel like I can't even wear like the not that I wear like crazy shit but like I, I feel like I can't even fully or even sometimes when I do wear stuff I'm like getting some like looks because I don't look like I'm just like from there I guess <laughs> the one thing about the one thing about Cork City, they will humble you. <laughs> they will show <laughs> you any ridiculous outfits. They will shout at you. Yeah, for real, for real. But why is it? Why is it ridiculous? Just because it deviates from the norm, that doesn't make it ridiculous. That's my problem with Cork. Like, just let people that's do what they want to do. Actually, that's the thing. It's like um, that. I I guess it's like a. To some level, like a small town mindset of like you don't know anything beyond where you live. So when you see something slightly different, you're kind of like, um, what? like you know. But here it's like London is like there's so many different people from so many different places that like, you like you almost feel too normal like being here because everyone is just so out there. Mm. Did you feel like pressure to kind of like keep up with the status quo and like make sure that like you're always on form? Because I remember before when I was, um, you know, picking, like, what college I want to go to, obviously, there was always, like, oh, let's go Dublin, let's go Dublin. And, like, uh, it was a thing of, like, people always say, oh, when you go to Dublin, you always have to look good. You always yeah. have to, you know. But in Cork, yeah, you could get away where you go out, no weave, shabby corners, you can get away with it. But did you feel, like, pressure to always look good every time you went out? 
Um, I mean, I don't think it was a pressure, but I think I just wanted to look good. I was like, I am not trying to walk with like bummy looking, like I want to look like good, I guess. I don't think it was ever like a pressure, but I guess it could be some pressure because like, I don't want to be out here with some dead dead shoes or something, you know? <laughs> so how's you the, like, how's it? Do, like um, do you feel like you're obsessed with being... Do you feel like you, you said at the start, oh, you felt like you weren't able to be your true self? Like, what when you were over here, how did it feel like not being yourself compared to now that you're in London and you are being yourself? I just felt like um, I had to, like, suppress things that I wanted to express and things I want, su- suppress things that I wanted to do and, and different ways of doing it, but feeling so restricted in my environment because I'm like oh people are gonna like stare at me or people are gonna start talking or people blah 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 but like in London everyone's just on their grind like all the time and everyone's just trying to do stuff so like if you're not if you're not gonna so if you're not gonna kind of be like fuck it like I'm just gonna do what I want then like you'll kind of get left behind I guess how important how important is um identity to you because I feel like to me that's important like like stuff like your identity how people perceive how people perceive you like how you add value to your name throughout the years how is that type of thing important to you yeah I mean I think it's definitely important to me um I feel like I'm not or like I tend to not I tend to care less about how other people perceive me because I feel like at the end of the day, people are gonna perceive you however, like, you know, they, they everyone has a different idea of you in their head. But I guess, um, yeah, my identity is really important. Just like, I mean, I, I kind of put out what I wanna, like the good, like how I want to be presented, I guess. Like yeah, I try no, and- Cause for, I want like for a couple of years, even before I got to know you, I was just like, oh, that's the one that's always just, singing at the side of the road like I remember that I remember that time I remember that time where the homeless I know was it the homeless person stole your money oh my like yo he stole your but oh that was funny bro I no but I literally would spend all my like a load of my summers just busking um how did you get that courage because that for me yeah busking was never a something that black people do like mm. I remember when I when I go into town, I'm like, right, that girl has confidence, and I'll just continue walking. <laughs> like this is really new. <laughs> but um, I mean, at the start, I was just doing it with my friends, and then I started doing it by my by myself. But I mean, it was scary at the start. But I don't really know. I just kind of started doing it and kept kept doing it, and like, and it was really good. Like income wise so I was just like making like money and people don't realize how much money you make because it's like just coins or like all oh, but like it is it ends up like even when I came to London I was still busking and it pays my like it sourced my bills out and stuff you know like so no tax so like what's the highest like let's if you were to pick like the the day that you got the highest amount of money obviously if you don't want to disclose say you don't want to disclose in it but what is like been the most yeah. you've made in one day? The most I've made in one day was definitely in Ireland, and I made like three hundred and something. Yay! Yeah, 
for like three hours or something. Three yeah. hours of work. Hey. hey, three hours of work. So you made a hundred a hundred yeah. euro per hour. We can't like that. Yeah, like it, it, it can, like the day varies. Like some days it's like not a great day and then some days it's like really good. It really just depends on who's walking by and who happens to like the specific song that you're singing at that time and all those kind of things. And yeah, cause people like slip, slip. Some people like will slip in, slip you in notes. And obviously I'm not gonna put the notes down so like people won't see that I've gotten like a good few notes. So like people just like slip me like a few things like that. But that's kind of how, but yeah. I feel like maybe it's because I don't, <laughs> this will sound bad like to you, but like I don't really yeah. give like people notes when they're busking. So maybe yeah. what, that's why I'm shocked. But it just shows that like every yeah. little two euro here, one euro here, yeah. one euro here, it Bro. actually adds up. Bro, it's definitely those yeah. old people, man. It's definitely them yeah. old people. Because if you think about it, like, um, what is a like a minimum wage or like a normal job is like eight? Is it eight euro or eight pounds an hour or something? So imagine you're singing one song that's like that lasts like three minutes. Like a song will last three minutes, and in that time, a good few people will be passing. So if at least six, or even if at least three people, uh, gave you like two pounds, that's like six pounds in just three minutes. You know, so I, yeah, I guess if you calculate it that way, it, like makes sense. <laughs> but wait, Chooks, you've been busking before, haven't you? Uh, I, did, I, I did it. I did it. Once. <laughs> I did it. Once. I did it. Once. And when I was doing it, oh my god, it was one of like, I that was the first time where I experienced social anxiety. <laughs> I was just like, I actually admire the fact that you can do it because you know I was doing it, yeah. And after like um, five, 10 minutes, I was just like, what am I doing? I was like, what am I actually doing? I don't know in my head, I was like, what if my mom just come to see? She'd be like, Chucks, why are you begging on the side of the road for money? So I just, I just panicked so much. I was like, I was. I was singing songs that I didn't even know. So what was happening was like I was making up songs on the spot, like, and that's when <laughs> that's what <when>, like <laughs> because at some stage, and I know I knew like one song, and I kept singing that song over and over and over again. And even I got sick of the song. Like then eventually, uh, I just like after like I think five or ten minutes, eventually I just packed up. I was like, oh, I have eight euro. Then I just spent the eight euro, and I never went back again. And it was so, it was, it felt so demoralized. It felt so demoralized because I was just like, why do I even have this guitar? <laughs> I'm not even going to do anything. <laughs> I was like, what a, in my head, it's like, what a, out my head, I was just like, what a waste. Like, I just went on the side of the road because I was around that area. If people, the people that are listening, yeah, if you know Cork, there's this area where you're going into Tesco where it's like the exit of TK Maxx. In front oh, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the that yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> you know, guy, I didn't want the reason why I went there, yeah, is oh. because the reason why I went there is because I wanted to go to a place where less people would see me. Because yeah, I always saw buskers, yeah, and they'd be on that, like, do you know that long road where Liam Russell's is where you like pass Vodafone? That oh like, yeah, you know, yeah. 
people will be staying there. Some people will even have the courage to stay by that um, pole outside Debenhams. Oh sure, you know people will stand right in front of pennies. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you, like, uh, no. you and that girl that was on the Ellen show were like the top buskers that'll just be staying in those places. And remember, and those street hustlers. Oh, but many, oh, yeah. uh, that thing was so dark. <laughs> that thing was so dark. And after that thing, I just went home to the bus and I was just like, nah, never again, bro. <laughs> but yeah, Bookie, how was your first time busking? I mean, um, my first time was with my, uh, my friend um, and we did it like on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> and it was, I mean, it was good. I, I don't know. We just really enjoyed it. So we just always do it. And we just really liked um, doing it. And we just thought it was fun. And then I started doing it like by myself and stuff, like in the summers and stuff. But it, I don't know. I mean, it's always weird when you're like every time, to this day, every time I start busking, it's always just awkward. Like when you first like, Okay, I'm ready. Like, and you're just gonna like just sing. Like, it's just a weird yeah. thing of like, I'm gonna sing now. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It's I guess it's different people's perspective. Cause like, when like since I like music, when I'm passing the road, I'm kind of like, oh man, that's a good song. Do you get me? Whereas, and then another person passing the road could be like, what are you singing? Like, shut up. You know, especially if like, especially if like, do you know? There's been some days where I've just not been having a good day. Then I'm walking through the road. And when someone is singing, I'm just like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, there was one guy, Bookie, yeah, that he made sure that he planted himself in front of um, the Cork City Library. And you could hear his, you could hear his voice when you're trying to study. I'm not going to lie. I actually prayed that he got no money. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Because I actually, I actually didn't like the library that's a bit like (laughs) because as well it's not like it's not only that like if he was good like i don't think that i would have minded it but like he was really just annoying so it's just like like, but like you know in our like in my head now i feel like there's different stuff that contribute to the busking but since you busk yeah and you've been doing it continuously yeah and you have the bravery and courage for that what would you say is the most important thing when it comes to busking? Um, the most important thing busking. I think it's just to have um a good variety of songs, and like just have like a good set list. For me, I feel like having a good variety because like there's loads of different types of people that walk past, so it's always good to have like. Like, you know, the Beatles from R&B stuff, you know, like have a really good mix of different types of music. And also like know the right spots to busk, know where you're allowed to busk. Um, yeah, I think those are really important things. What do you mean you know where you're allowed? Has police arrested you? <laughs> no, not, I mean, there's, there's some places where either you need a, you need like a license or it's just not permitted. Um, but if you're like, but most public places are kind of, um, are kind of like, you're able to do it, but like, I would just look it up to be sure. Cause there's times where I've just had to do a quick, like Google, like, am I allowed to bust here? Yeah. Bro, busking. Nah, for me, it's definitely the spot because you know, because you know, it goes, you know, it goes, the places some people will be busking is funny. Like I've seen someone busking, like, do you know, not main street playing the tin whistle. <laughs> No, that's different. 
no, know, no, 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 no. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. No, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Sometimes the instrument matters too because if I'm seeing someone playing the saxophone busking, I'm like, bro, that's the yeah. saxophone, you know. But if I'm seeing someone on no main street, a junkie. <laughs> Chooks, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I like a good tin whistle myself. I like a good tin whistle. <laughs> It's an instrument. Okay. All instruments matter. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. No, but you know, I actually, I'd rather give someone playing the Tim Whistle money, yeah, than someone playing the guitar money. Why? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it takes a lot more confidence <laughs> to, to sit on Gino you know, those hazard um, boxes and play Tim Whistle than the guitar. Because like, That's- guitar is a guitar. Like Tim Whistle, it's tough. Like, because they don't have a mic. So they have to be blown that Yeah. Some people don't have mics. And there's that one busker, yeah, in um, town. Mm. Um, sorry for the listeners who aren't uh, from court because you won't really know. But there's one busker that used to be in town. That um, opera singer, the fat guy that's always outside. Like, Wait, all the back. No, he doesn't play the guitar. He just has his hat and he puts his hat on the floor. And he's yeah. always singing. Oh, is he like, yeah. No, he's white. He's always like wearing a suit and he sings outside like all star bands. Yeah. You know, outside McDonald's. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know him. Oh, that, guy, that, guy too, that guy too is funny. What, has been, like, <laughs> what has been like the weirdest yeah. experience that's happened to you? I have so many. I can't even think of any right now, but I know. I've- I, I definitely have had so many weird experiences. And honestly, just loads of creepy white men. Let's say that. Loads of creepy white men busking. Like, yeah, I've had some strange experiences. So, like, There's what's been it people- like yeah, trying to make it in this music industry? Because like, I feel like from the outside looking in, it looks, yeah. like, really hard. And it looks like sometimes there's no, like, path. Because I feel like when it when it comes to like maybe like YouTube or something like that, you can keep on making YouTube videos. Your subscribers go up and up and up, and like even like Instagrammers and influencers, I feel like they have like some kind of path or like roadmap. But I feel like with yeah. musicians, it's like you guys just release music and yeah. hope for the best. What's it like? Yeah, I mean it's a bloodbath out here. <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely really hard. Like. Because there's no specific, there's no specific rule book at all. Like, you know, like even if I'm, I'm studying it in uni, but they still, no one can tell you what, the, the way to, to go. So it's really just like, you just have to keep your head down, keep learning, keep like, I mean, working hard, but also like a big thing is like working smart. And, you know, cause like you could be working and working, working but like you ha- also have to kind of have a bit of a business mind as well, or like have like a sort of, team or like build a team around you of people who do different things and so I feel I learn is so great because like so many people that do different things and we can all in the similar things and just like you know would collaborate with each other and that kind of this kind of thing so I think that's what it's really about just continuing to collaborate with people and just to get to know more people and working with others and just like just working at it. I think it's just one of the things to 
you really just have to put your head down like if you can in yourself and you believe you have what it takes even though sometimes it's hard but it's just one of those things you just have to keep like you just have to keep at it like and how did you how did you how did you fight your parents to to allow you to do your music <laughs> uh, i mean i, I didn't have to I didn't have to fight very hard because I feel like they, since I was young, I've just always been really interested in music. So it was kind of like inevitable. Um, but I think I had to fight a little bit to like move to London because I was like, they were like, bitch, like, are we going to get the money for that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we made a way. But yeah, it wasn't much of a fight because they, I just always liked music. So it just ended up being like a natural thing. Like, yeah, of course I was going to do music. I almost did human nutrition. <laughs> Human why why i i'm really fascinated with like um food and like what it does to like the components in food and what it does to your body and like those kind of things i really i was so fascinated in that but yeah thank god i didn't glory be to god (laughs) but you feel like but you feel like but that could have been more secure you know because like what lover was saying about the paths that yeah it's like you go into college, you do yeah. the exam, come out, it's yeah. there. But like, I mean, yeah, I mean, both? because I didn't want the safe life, you know, like, I feel like mm. having, you know, like, uh, I, I feel like the having a plan B distracts you from plan A. So I was just like, I'm just going to do, I felt like I had to do music because like now I have to go hard because there's nothing to fucking fall back on. And yeah, it's stupid, but sometimes you have to be a little bit stupid to like achieve your goals, you know? Yeah. You gotta be a stupid. <laughs> dreams. Yeah. Dreams. No, no, no. Bookie has to make it. Bookie has to make it. Bookie has to make it. I don't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> I don't care. This guy has been grinding since Kuwait. <laughs> Since when YouTube wasn't even popular, nah, bro. Nah. That's, that's, that same, you know, she still has that same guitar for five years. Not literally, easy. literally. It's actually my dad's. <laughs> that is so yeah. mad. But like, how's lockdown been? And you guys have What? Lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. Oh, that's. Yeah, I want to see how um, lockdown is treating her. Like, I want to see what it's like over in the UK been like it's been so bleak like it's just it's yeah there's just nothing it really makes it hard because there's nothing to look forward to because we don't know like everything's pretty much dead like man like you set sell sell us london like (laughs) i know yeah (laughs) you're saying it's dead dead. you know some people want to come to london no besides when lockdown when lockdown or when corona wasn't a thing oh my days I was living my best life. When I look back at like videos, I'm like, we were re- me and my girls were really living our best lives and we didn't even know it. Like motive after motive, like we were actually doing shit, like going out like and all this shit, like and meeting new people, other like relationships in London. And it was just vibes. And then lockdown comes and ruins everything. Everything. Mm. Like, like performing live and stuff like that. Everything dead. And like, how did you even meet those like the group that you have? Because like, did you go? Did you go to London with friends and stuff? No, I went by myself. But I met them um, at uni and stuff like that. So we just kind of ended up being friends. That's crazy. Mm. I think it's because you have a place to yourself. Like, I feel like yeah, you can meet new friends, 
but it's harder to kind of you know do all those massive massive experiences if you kind of don't have that next stage of freedom like yeah you'd be doing stuff at like 3 a.m 2 a.m whereas and if you were back home you wouldn't you wouldn't even be out what kind of stuff is she doing at 2 a.m 3 a.m like you know you know if there's like oh yeah they're like oh yeah bookie come out no she can come out even (laughs) there would be times when like there'd be a motivant and like there was one time me and my friends like we were deciding, like, it was literally 12 and we we're like, will we go, will we go? Like, and then we're like, nah, I don't know. We ended up going and we we're like, we didn't get there to like 1 a.m. We were like, we're here regardless. Like, pull up. That is so mad. This is freedom in living, direct in the flesh. But sure, nothing yeah. is ever really freedom. Like, I feel like, I feel like whatever, I feel like whatever stage we, I feel like whatever place we're putting, you know, we're not really free. Like there'll always be a figure of power. If we're in class, it's the teacher we have to listen to. If we're in college, it's the lecturers we have to listen so to. So what is she listening to, Chooks? Tell us. What is she listening to? This peer pressure now. You say oh, Chooks, you're chatting. You're fumbling. <laughs> yeah. you know, is it not peer pressure? You're fumbling, you're fumbling. Just say no. that she has freedom. Don't oh. drag her down to your level. No, I have freedom. Freedom, there's no such thing. But, like, how how is it, like, now, like, the fact that, like, can I ask your age? Uh, yeah, 21. And you're you're in London on your own. That's crazy. That's yeah. cra- I'm still shook. <laughs> yeah. And like, did you know as well, like when you were young, that like, yeah, like I'm gonna, I wanna go to London to really do this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I was ever, I don't know if it was ever London, but I just always felt like I, I didn't want to stay in, in Ireland. Like it was just always like a feeling, like I just didn't want. Like I always knew that I wasn't gonna like ever have a life there you know and like what inspires your music the music that you make uh i think loads of different things like just i mean situations i've been in or things that i've seen sometimes like i'll be watching watching a movie or something and i'll end up having a line from there that like i build around the song but i feel like it's like different things like just like different things in life love or whatever and like hey. nights out have you ever been a song about a boo <laughs> <laughs> something like that um, <laughs> you know when you're doing a, do you know when you're doing a music yeah and then let's say you're talking to someone and they're like so are you gonna write a song about me <laughs> i released the song and this this person actually thought the song was about them and i was like Wow. Yeah, they love even love saying that. Like they'd be like, oh, so you're gonna write a song about me. I'm like, you really think you're the only one in my life yeah, for me? Me writing a song about you is not gonna make me blow. Like, oh, so bookie, <laughs> are you well sought after? Is that it? No, it's not even like that. She got no, I don't songs. even write that. I don't write about love. I think I write about other things. Have you ever been in love? No. Hmm. She said that quickly. It's like, no, I reject it. <laughs> do you think I'm, someone? Do you think, think someone has ever loved you? What? Do you think someone has ever loved you? Um, I don't know. I don't. I think someone has had strong feelings for me, but I don't think anyone's ever loved me. Strong feelings. <laughs> Yeah. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't like i don't like that whole catching feelings thing i really try to stay away from that it's not something i like to get involved in okay so you don't like catching feelings no no 
no, I hate it. I'm really not. I'm not a. I'm not a hopeless romantic. I'm not really that kind of bitch. So if I re- if I like someone, bro, it's over. <laughs> why why aren't you a hopeless romantic? I just I don't know. I that stuff is just crazy to me. I don't know. I mean, for me, like even when I watch like the love movies, I'm like. I don't know. I'm but no, I do like love like like romantic things, but like it has to be like authentic. Like movies that I'm like mm-hmm. rolling my eyes, like, bro. But what does authentic mean yeah. to you? Like this is, love, love. let's get that clear. I'm not like some fisher. I love love. I'm just freaking not. I, that's not my priority right now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> It's still about priorities. Like, I get it. Like, I get why some people do when they're young, but it's just like, at the same time, if you're actually not able to really give them what they're, what they're like, supposed to have, like, even, like, financially, you might have a lot of love to give, mm-hmm. but financially, you're not there. So don't step out too much, you know? That shouldn't be your priority right now to find a boo. Babes, get that's your money just, off. That's why you just enjoy, like... Not what do like you mean by enjoy? I'm telling everyone here, do not commit. This is your sign. <laughs> <laughs> this is your sign. Leave that relationship. This is the sign. Leave. Don't commit. Yeah. Play the field. Stop texting back. Summer is approaching. Yeah. Ghost them. <laughs> Literally. Wait, have you ever been ghosted? Um no, I don't think so. Not not like if I've been ghosted, it's not been ghosted. It's probably just been like mutual. But I can't think of anything where I've been like ghosted or any situation where like we've been like intensely talking where it's led to me being ghosted. I don't think so. It's just been like a gradual disintegration or something. Have, have you ghosted somebody? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I knew you. I feel like you. Wow, you just have oh, never been ghosted. You know, no, do you know when someone's like, when someone's like, oh, I don't have, I don't believe in that love, I don't do that strong feel. They definitely ghosted someone. Not really, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh, Chooks, have you ever been ghosted? Have I ever been ghosted? Yeah, I have actually. Really? I have, Type yeah, in the like... chat the name. I want to know. <laughs> I have been ghosted. It was by this white girl. Oh, okay, then I don't uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been ghosted before, I won't lie. It's weird. It's just, it's a weird feeling because it's kind of annoying. It's like, what just happened? Yeah. But then, we're getting- but then the same way I got ghosted, yeah, I had to, I had to give back the universe, what the universe gave to me. So I just- <laughs> I trust you, big man, big way. Well done. Nah, because that's frustrating. Because all of a sudden, it's like, okay, yeah. where was your? What just happened? Hey. Like, that's not gonna get to you. That's get to you. That's why you have to reciprocate what was given to you. This is like, pain talking. It's not me that's gonna be like that. Nah, if someone does oh, me it's wrong, frozen. if someone does me wrong, I have to go back and do it. But maybe I won't do it now because obviously growth and all that. But back then, yeah. Mm, that's so mad, though. I've never I'm been just... ghosted. I've never yeah. ghosted anybody because since that, I'm a good civilian. All you guys, you're rogues. 
I don't understand why you guys think that is good behavior. Like, I don't know. I just think like, you know, I've always, I've watched so many YouTube videos and I've listened to so many podcasts and some people are like, ghosting is necessary, ghosting is necessary. Some people are like, ghosting is rude. And I'm strictly on the side of you should never ghost someone. I am off of communication and I believe that you, do you have something to say, Bookie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's rude. Like, I mean, I... I don't think what I did was right, you know, but it, yeah, it is rude. But did, you I, enjoy, but did you enjoy it? Enjoy what? Ghosting the, ghosting the back. Like to this day, I haven't opened the message. So I'm like, and we went on like, <laughs> we went on like two dates. And I haven't. That's what, that's bad. Like we're not going to try and normalize that. That's actually how bad. Many, how, many, how many years was this then? What? How many years has he been left undelivered? I mean, only like a few months. Few this months. is fresh. Months. This is a fresh story. This is exclusive. Why? Why did you ghost him? Mm. I just wasn't. I, I. I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. And then I was gonna. Um. Or I was gonna slowly disintegrate it, but then I just never. I'm first of all I'm a, a terrible uh, texter in the first place. So like I won't sometimes I won't answer messages for like a week or weeks. That's not um, a terrible messen- messenger. No, that's not that's a, that different. Low your low interest like you don't really Yeah, you're just not interested. Yeah, I just wasn't and yeah, it was rude of me and for that <laughs> It doesn't matter. You probably you gave him an origin story now. But she mm. went on two dates with him. Why would you go on two dates if you're not mm-hmm. interested? Chop his money. Because she wanted So that she can be eating in London. Two dinners now. Save money. Because did he pay for, did he pay for you? Um, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Was he black? No. Ah. Yeah, it's easy to ghost a white person. So you want to go against the white man? Well done. It's easy though, but if it was a black person, I feel like the black person then he would harbor that in his heart and then start to inflict. Look at the choke syndrome. When he what? when a black guy gets ghosted, then he would then want to put that back into the universe. But I feel like white guys take their like, nice I love how, I time. love how some I love how some girls be acting like white people are not just the worst. No, they're not worse. White people are black. No, but you know if a black person cheats, yeah. at least you cheat on you with one girl. <laughs> a white person they cheat on you with gangbang. <laughs> no, no. I reject it. You cheat on you heavy, heavy. Yeah, you're only saying that because a white girl ghosted you. See what I mean, Bookie? When, when a black guy gets hurt by a certain demographic, he's going to hold that with him. Oh. But I feel like with a white guy, he can, you know, move past it. And um, that's why I admire my um, white counterparts, if I do say so myself. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, that's very interesting. That's a load of rubbish. I don't think, I don't think I've met a girl, you know. Yeah. A lot of girls do a lot of ghosting, let me know. Like, you know a lot of ghosting, because what happens yeah. is that they collect food from the guy, and they ghost. Mm. And most that's times they will give, like, I know friends that, they will give the wrong number, wrong something, get what they want, and then you can't contact them anymore. Because girls are wicked. Like, no, I, mean, no, I don't think I would use someone. 
meal or some shit. And all the time, anyway, when I go on, like, if I, like, go on a date or something, I'm bringing my own money and I'm presuming I'm paying until someone, like, says otherwise, you know? But Bookie, yeah, Bookie, like, let me just pick your mind because this is eating away at me. How can you go on two dates and just be like, rah, I'm not feeling it? Like, can't, I need to, ex- you need to break this down for me because it's not connecting. I just, because it takes me, like, for me to ca- catch feelings, it takes a lot. So if you're not, so if you're not, like, he was cool, but, like, and, like, music on point, sense on point, but I just, like, it was literally my type to a T, but I just, I don't know. I just wasn't fucking with it. And it wasn't my priority, and I was just, like, kind of, like, eh, you know. Too deep. Yeah, that's oh, it. Nah. He showed weakness, and you took advantage of it. But, like, how guys were you, how long were you guys talking for? Uh... How long? Not. I don't even think it was that long. Maybe like a month. month a month. Yeah. That's easy like to ghost. I thought yeah. it was a long thing. That's easy to ghost. What? If it doesn't be six months, that's easy ghosting. What? Ghosters. Well done. Easy go. Oh, if I say now, oh, who's ghosted? I didn't know a month was in in terms of ghosting. <laughs> I didn't know a month was part of ghosting. But yeah, if it's a thing of within one month, if you've ghosted, I don't know, guy. It was one month of talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wait, wait, it was wait. that. It wasn't, it wasn't that deep. Yeah. But yeah, like I never knew like one month of talking like was considered ghosting. But okay, then yeah, I, mean, I thought ghosting was you just you just cut off all contact without. Any but that's what she did. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever put like a time limit on it. I was just like, yeah, I just goes. Why'd you, why'd you use them for his money? Oh my days! Oh my days! I didn't use no one. Let me. I didn't use no one for their money. I don't yeah. care about anybody. And most of the time, I'll pay. I mean, most. Of, I mean, I'm always gonna bring my money. I'm always gonna presume I'm paying until otherwise, you know. So. Yeah, Chuck, she's independent. She's an independent black woman. Whoa, I don't use the word that. strong because strong is actually used in our offense. Why is it out of all the women? It has to be the black woman that got to be strong. Why do I have to be strong? Why can't I be weak? Okay, we know. Edgy. No, guy, it's been used to silence us for too long. I ain't strong. Well, no, it's not that I'm not strong. Guys. Hey, you're not strong. <laughs> you're not strong. <laughs> oh, they don't feel pain. Like, bitch, we do feel pain. We're delicate as fuck, you know? Oh, but you didn't feel pain when you were ghosting him. She you did. She did. She said she felt some type of way. Stop trying to strip black women. Some of type of way does not equate to pain. You took his money. I felt bad. You, okay. mo- you took his money. You took his money, then you went back home and wrote a song. <laughs> so you don't care. <laughs> That's literally what I want to do. That's actually been something I want to do. I actually want to see what it's like to taste someone's money and dip, no strings attached. And that's what I tried, and it didn't work. So I learned my lesson real quick. Is it? Is it? If you ain't gonna be in a relationship with me, there no money that's gonna be eaten. And I said, okay, <laughs> it's gonna be that you tie down. I'm not a. Right now, my conscience is 
wouldn't be with me. I I get so easily like um, I I feel so I get so easy. What's the word like? Like I feel so bad so easily. Like my conscience is just like uh like if I if I have something in my mind that's like bad, I'm like nah, that's it'll fuck with me. If I if I know I did something bad that like just wasn't fair, like it'll just get to me. I'll be like nah, like this. It's because you're not, not used cute. to doing bad. Trust me. Once you've done enough bad, it doesn't touch your conscience anymore. True. You know there's yeah, some people. Actually, true. Yeah, I feel no, bad. Too many girls, you know. No, 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 no. It's because you know what happens. Yeah, is that I feel bad. You have to be careful about that. I feel bad because it can put you at certain positions that you don't want to be. You're saying, "Oh, I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel bad." Next minute, you're going on a date with with this guy five times because you felt bad. You got to be careful about that. I feel bad. Yeah. Now I feel bad. Now you're texting him for two months straight. You don't want to talk to him, but you feel bad so you continue. Chokes, you're okay, shot and still you're shot. You guys are wicked. We're not wicked. We just what does, feel bad. What does women know that. start with W? What does women start with W? Wicked. Yeah. Wicked women. I've said it. Okay, uh, that makes no sense. M is for men, M is also for manslaughter. It makes no sense. <laughs> which? <laughs> for which? <laughs> no, but you have to be careful about that. I feel I feel bad because that I feel bad. It also like it can also be used as like they can take advantage of that because exactly if someone, come, if someone comes to you and asks you for favors and it's like you keep accepting it because you feel bad if you say no. They'll notice that, and that's why they'll keep coming to you asking you for like money, asking you for favors, money and favors that like they wouldn't even do for you. Like they're coming to you asking you for like five or twenty euro. Yeah. Well, how come you don't feel like you're able to go to them and ask them for money? You know, because like that, I feel bad. You have to be careful about that because people use it against you, especially blacks. You know? <laughs> Whoa, you didn't have to show in that last thing. Go to racism over here. Thank you. Oh, they love it. <laughs> do you they do your it. hair and um, yourself, Bookie? No, that's. Yeah, like, I mean, this is a little bit tragic. Don't look too close. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do it myself. Very. It's, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's not that great, <laughs> but yeah. Man, this is an interesting. What's your um, what, What's your take on like chakras and all that stuff? She looks like a chakra. Oh. Yeah, like you look that. <laughs> Those be hitting jar glasses and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, I definitely. I'm really into like meditation and like that kind of, um, that kind of stuff. But, like law of attraction. I love that stuff. That stuff. I love that. Yeah. What about them incense though? Oh, I love incense. I don't into. I don't do that to like ward out like spirits and stuff. I just like this. Like I'm not into that kind of stuff. Like I'm spiritual, but I'm not into that kind of like burning sage kind oh, of stuff. But do you know those pants? In the sense of, like, I want to see. Do you know those pants that people wear? Like do you know those baggy pants? Do you wear those? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not my style. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure if you're still like sane, if you're okay. Nah. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 do you know the people that? No, do you know the people that do wear those pants? They use like bee wax for their. Other <laughs> people that be using bee wax, showering with lemon, all that. Nah, oh my man. God. I, I shower. We're not going. Love it. Love it. Love it. Put shape box. You know, I'm okay. 
Peanut butter is good though. That shit is good for your oh, skin. Yeah, no. right. Yeah, it's good for your skin, but why are you putting in your armpits? Because it's also a natural deodorant. Look it up. <laughs> and things that I saw as well that if you let lemon, like if you put lemon juice there and you really let it soak in <laughs> over time, your sweat, your, start, <laughs> your sweat will start to smell like lemon. So you know, if you actually did that, yeah, and it happened to you, you know, I would have actually done it. Or it's just you have no proof, like, that it worked. But, like, I'll definitely... One thing I'll definitely say is that, like, I've, I have don't, like... When... on that, like, with armpit and stuff like that, like, I'm not someone that struggles with, like, body odor and stuff like that. And I feel like it's because of the products that I've used. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. Products. Maybe food you can see. Because, like, what I do is, like, I whip shea butter up, with, put some tea tree oil and olive oil. And I feel like tea tree oil is, like, good for fighting some... You know, order rinse and all stuff like that, and I wipe that all over my clean ass. So it's doing some work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wipe that over my naked ass. That's, that's scent from that scent from tea tree oil is so nice. It's actually <laughs> so nice. You know, I was thinking because so you know the way, like if you go to the shop, you can buy those like um weed diffusers. Yeah, those sticks. I was thinking if you get those sticks, yeah, and put it in the tea tree oil bottle. No, that's too strong. That's too strong. That's why guys don't know how to do scents and perfume. It's too strong. <laughs> that smells so nice. Mm. I might try it one day, you know, for real, for real. Because actually, I think it smells nice. I think the tea tree all thing smells nice. It smells a lot better than if you just go for the regular like vanilla scent. Vanilla yeah, scent is probably one of the worst scents you can get. Like it's too weak. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. But why do you need such a strong smell to override the smell that you're smelling? You need to no, check something. No, I'm you tired need of people smell. using air freshener and diffusers as something to mask a smell. Fight that smell first. Yeah. Then use something as a compliment, yeah. not as a solution. It's not to mask the smell, it's to create a scent. But if it's to create something, even if it's subtle, it still does a good job because it's out of the norm. You have a you problem that you need to fix. I just want to. Not I just want to. I just want to smell something. <laughs> I want to smell something. I have something in the room. Even if I have blocked nose, I can still smell it. That's how strong I want it to be. That's not even like, oh, healthy. Like oh, well, can I'm we talk sleeping. about um? Can we talk about your new song? Is I don't know if it's your new song. Premeditated murder. Premeditated murder. Tell us what it's. Tell us what it's about. How? Why did you come up with that name? What was the process of? Yeah, because when I saw that, like I was just like, "Whoa, what is she on?" Because yeah. the premeditated murder. Because the picture is you falling down the stairs. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> um. Yeah. That. <laughs> that was just for for jokes because I don't know. I just I. I don't know. I just always like my cover art to be something weird and just something like, like what the fuck? Like I want people to roll their eyes. Like what is the fuck is she doing? Um, but um, yeah, premeditated murder is about. Um, I basically wrote it around. first. I wrote. I really liked the entire, and um, I just wrote it about. Um, there was this speaker called Lisa Nichols and. Uh, she had an interview and it was basically talking about her story and how like she was literally like um 
like literally so broke she had a kid and she you know I know she, she was just talking about like her come up and she had like hit rock bottom and in the interview she said something that was like really profound and like she was like I had to completely die to the person I was in order to birth the woman that I was becoming mm. and I just found that, and that just like stuck with me and I just found that so like amazing because it was just like that is so true like sometimes you to in order to like have a different to a new result you literally have to just scrap every single thing that you have been doing to like start over you know I wrote it at a very like it was a tricky angle to write it at because it can so it can be so easily taken the wrong way which I understand because it's like written in such a way that you're quite sensitive like issue but I wanted it to be like a provocative kind of thing like you know yeah like you wanted you wanted like to create this whole you wanted to create this whole message of rebirth yeah what 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 does what does rebirth mean to you what are we talking about here rebirth yeah (laughs) that's what the song is about like no she said like she said she saw she said she heard one i forgot the name of the person she used but she heard one woman say version itself can come into fruition basically so i'm like what does rebirth mean is it that is it that quotes or does it mean more to you like yeah, I feel like every day is another chance to like, it's like, it's kind of like giving yourself like, like loads of chances every single time for a new slate. And that's what rebirth is. It can, it, it doesn't have to be like, a, okay, this is like my rebirth. And, but it can just be like a thing of like, this isn't working for me. So I'm going to do something different. I'm going to scrap this, start over again. This isn't working for me. And just giving your, yourself the opportunity to keep scrapping things, you know, and just knowing that you're not stuck and it's a constant thing of like reminding yourself that you're not stuck you can you can always you can break yourself down build yourself back up again you know because what's an important thing is what's an important thing as well like even if we see in college as well is like not starting with so much energy straight at the start because you can kind of burn yourself out but then it's Mm. like sometimes when you're progressing at a certain field I feel like at times a plateau is inevitable, but the challenge is how do you break out of a plateau? You know, things like for new being a musician, it might be a case of now you're coming to the stage where you're using the same melodies over and over again. You're not really writing anything different. Like it's always love, love, love. It's always that's that's that. How do you how do you challenge yourself to break those plateaus? Mm. How do I challenge myself? I don't know. I think I just I think I challenge. I mean, right now it's kind of hard because of lockdown, but usually I think it's just about creating experiences. Like um, we actually had a masterclass with like um, Mabel who came to BIM one time and she's a uh, musician. She's an artist. Um, and she said this one thing of like, because we're always so focused on like, oh, we have to work, especially as musicians. But it's like simply just living is like creating songs and like when we live and we experience things we're basically collecting content to be able to write about so I think 
the best way to keep challenging yourself is to keep doing this no stupid shit and just like uh keep doing the like I guess not living so predictably just like putting yourself in different situations so then you can be able to have things to write about mm. in a safe, safe way <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. yeah that's I guess that's hard as well being a being like that might hard for someone being an introvert like who doesn't really like going out like building that content like you know if you have to live to build content then what, what happens if they're introverted and they don't want to go to those yeah i mean yeah i mean yeah it's definitely hard but that's just i don't know i don't know what i mean i'm an introvert but i don't that's what i would still do just kind of push yourself but i still need that time are you really are you really introverted? You said, no like you said you're an introvert. oh yeah you feel like you're an introvert mm-hmm. when you're around people you don't really know like that but then when you're amongst let's say maybe other introverts or like your close friends then you've now become an extrovert yeah when i'm i mean yeah i feel like when i'm around friends i'm comfortable with i'm definitely like more extroverted or just more confident because i'm with them but at the same time i need a lot once i am with people i get so drained and i then i need like loads of space and loads of my, like my time and i go through periods where i don't want to see people and i'll just like kind of keep to myself until i'm ready to like see people again if you get what, I mean. what do you do in your spare time my spare time i mostly just don't make music don't say music uh, don't say damn it yeah, that's the only thing <laughs> uh, that's, that's what my life consists of right now um i try to i read sometimes and um i skateboard and mm. skater uh, chick <laughs> skater girl <laughs> and yeah i think that's what i do most of what i do is just like music i try to read and just skate, see my see some friends sometimes, and just like, yeah. I think that's I think that's it, really. I think it was amazing having you on. It was good to talk to Thanks. you. Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything that you want to plug? Uh, I guess my music. Uh, my name is Buki, so B U K K Y. Look that up on or Buki the person on Instagram. Yeah, so. B U K K Y the person on questions for having me. I really love what you guys are doing. Y'all are smashing it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't believe you're wearing jeans at home. <laughs> That's fun. Oh yeah, you, you just no. I just came back. Yeah, yeah. I just deep. I just deep. Yeah, just deep. And guys, <laughs> don't let Saweetie and Cravos break up. Takes your view on love. He is gonna love you. So, really, she's for the streets. No, Quavo cheated on her. That's what I heard. That's on period. So, really, for the streets, but she said she wanted to treat some. And she was like, she was like, oh, I'm gonna reward Quavo for since he's been such a good man. I'm going to reward him by he gets to pick the guy that we're going to have a tree. So what kind of rubbish is that? She was probably joking, but Quavo actually stepped out of line. She said, 
I had, I had emotionally left a long time ago. Do you know what that means when a girl says that? That means she was cheating to you. No, no. It means that she probably tried to stay there for the child, but he kept on stepping out and she tried to stay there. They have a that. child. Yeah, don't they have a child together? A child? They have a child. I don't even know. I don't... <laughs> <It's bad>. <laughs> <laughs> they have a child. What? No, I got it mixed up with Cook and Conan. You know they're all the same. A black guy going with a light-skinned girl. Ooh. It's always the same narrative. Black guys going with light-skinned girl. I don't know. I get mixed up. <laughs> Bro, I was like, to be honest, the fact that I'm sweet, so we said um, she left emotionally a long time ago. That means she probably did something. That like means that guy did her while you... Why? It doesn't make what he... It's, yeah, it's, make I'm telling you, the only reason why she, she left ages stop. ago, the only reason why she left ages ago is because Quavo would definitely step out of line. A girl would never just leave. She has gotten to a point where she got fed up. Right. So, I'm just so tired of him. Sorry to say that. Is. Men just like because if because if, if anything, Quavo probably added a bit more value to her name. Like, no, what we're gonna do is just end this podcast right there. That's what we're gonna. Nah, nah. That's what we. What shout out my nigga Quavo? It was just the part because he tweeted and he was like, he said something and he tweeted and he made himself literally look like a victim and I was like, are you not the one who cheated? Even though honestly, I don't like getting into celebrity relationships because it's none of my business and I don't know the full story. But yeah, don't know the full story. Like she could have done something now, but she just tweeted now just Chooks. so she wouldn't take accountability. Chooks. Quavo's friend is offset. That's all we gotta say. Yeah, that's literally and all. That's and Sweetie's friend, Sweetie's friend is Cardi B. Cardi B never cheated. Cardi B offset has. It. That's all we gotta say. That's all we gotta say. Thank you for thank you for listening, guys. Oh, it's been that you're. Oh, sorry. I'm on them. Um, I'm obviously obviously cheating is bad. Yeah, but we don't know the. We don't know the full story. And I feel like for her to tweet something saying she left emotionally a long time ago, she probably did something. Because long time ago, this guy was buying her Birkins, buying her all these type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but that's because, remember, he was given, she said in the tweet, this is why I don't like... Yeah, you can hide. Yeah, you can hide stuff just by giving someone gifts. Exactly. Exactly. The gifts were not for, oh, I just, I'm just doing it for my expression of love. He was doing stuff that were out of line and he was trying to buy her back because he had lost her. And it just goes to show that money, assets, and all that. You can say, I want a rich guy, I want a rich guy. Even Saweetie left Quavo, bro. If he doesn't love you, it's not enough. Literally. And being good looking is not enough because even Quavo cheated on Sweetie. As in, having a big yash is not enough. You better have a flat back. Actually, no, you're not. Anyways, let's just... You're better just embracing the body God gave you. Yeah, having a good you're better just, just read. The Bible. <laughs> Don't just read erotic books. That's something we need to talk to girls about. What's bad? I'll be reading books of like, oh, he now caressed my body and our flesh intertwined. Breasts. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that word was just in your mind, Bookie. You just said it. <laughs> no, because poets have like, do you know those old poets? Like when they're like, 
um, writing poetry about love. They always say something like, her suffered the best life. Like yeah. now, oh, so now, cool. now mm. I loathe it. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah, they love her. I don't get it because it's just a breast. I don't get why it's so like, oh my gosh. I don't know. It's what um, babies. It's babies, nutrition. Like, it's not just breast. Yeah, it but it's like it. a cow's order. Like it's not, I don't understand why it's so sexualized. I know it's not just it's not just breast, I guess. Like, I mean, because when let's say people have like cancer, it's even a master tin for them to like do the surgery and get rid of their breasts like women feel like they're no longer women once they've lost their breasts mm-hmm. some women obviously i'm not generalizing it like, but some women feel that way that's true they feel yeah, like oh true. man if i lose my breast, i've lost my man thank you guys for recording thank you guys for tuning in today it's about discussions remember. that's it freaking peace out we tired don't freaking mm, thank you <laughs> we don't we don't preach violence and we don't preach cheating chooks yeah. might like to cheat on his girlfriend who, but that's not you, what we're who, about no who would you rather who would you rather have quavo or offset jesus thank you she loves me when no one else could help me not help myself i love you like oh my god she seems to love all my scars telling all the girls i'm on your side telling all my boys i'm on your side she be doing she every time i try she loves me when i'm drunk she loves me when i'm jobless she loves me when i'm lost even when i don't need love yeah she loves me like that